Welcome to Week 15 Podcast. Here, fantasy football season is now. We aren't just trying to make the playoffs. We're here to win them. Good morning, Week 15 Podcast listeners. Uh, coming at you with another episode today. We're going to talk about running backs. Finally. Um, finally, some dominoes fell in the free agency world. I'm not sure I ever remember uh, big pieces like this falling this late. I mean, we are less than a month away from NFL kickoff, and here we are, uh, you know, <laughs> with, with huge free agency pieces falling into place. Um, before we get to all that, Tyler, go ahead and give me a win. Yeah, so this past Sunday, my brother-in-law, Evan Dean, married his bride, uh, Kaylee. They had a beautiful wedding in Lafayette, Indiana. Uh, beautiful venue, beautiful people. Um, we got to dance, and, you know, my oldest, Emerson, was there. The two young ones stayed back with my mom. We had a great night, uh, beautiful wedding, like I said. They are now in Florida uh, celebrating their marriage, so congratulations to Evan and Kaylee. Nice. There you go. A little family shout-out there. Congratulations, guys. Uh, my win was this weekend um, was just another fun weekend with me and the boys. Uh, we watched Jumanji, um, and they like when they watch a movie, they want to watch it like six times. The so, original with Robin the, Williams? The original. Oh, yeah. that's, that's the Jumanji. For watch. sure. But uh, yeah, no, Saturday was just a, a fun day with the boys. Much needed. We, we got up. We watched Jumanji. We went to a card show here in Kokomo that went well. Thank you to everybody there. That was kind to them. Um, hooked them up with some stuff. But uh, yeah, it was, it was good getting back to a card show. I hadn't been to one in a while. We've got the, a big show coming up in Shipshawana, Indiana on Labor Day weekend. Um, so if you're interested in sports cars, that's a really, really good show to go to. Um, we'll post about it on the Brothers and Cards Instagram. You'll see some information there. But yeah, uh, the Kokomo show was fun. You know, it's kind of a smaller show. We got in there, got some stuff that we needed. And um, then we took mommy lunch and then we came back and watched some football. I actually watched the Colts and the Bears at the same time. They had this like thing where they had a dual screen, tri screen actually. But uh, yeah, no, it, it was good to kind of have a Saturday that was football oriented. That was hanging out with my boys. Uh, you know, they're five and seven, so this is kind of just a special time for them. They tend to drive me crazy sometimes, but it's it's good when we can have those good quality days. Uh, Oh, that was a lot of fun. My weekend was a relaxing one. We were trying to come up with a win, and I was like, I feel like I had an awesome weekend, but nothing big happened. And it was like, you know what? It was big. It was a, it was a day at home with the boys, so it was good. It was a good time. All right. Listen, if you've listened to um, our episodes in the past, you know that I am a running back first fantasy football manager. I've been looking forward to doing these rankings. I put a lot of work into them uh, because as my drafts are coming up, my brain is definitely focused on getting a fleet of running backs. So Tyler and I ranked our top 30 again, and I can't tell you how much I care about every single placement of these guys, really. It's, it's one of those things where um, I'm probably going to stick pretty close to my list here uh, in any drafts that I'll be doing. Um, if I have two good running backs and we're looking at my 23rd running back, I'll take my 23rd over my 25th. It's It's... It's uh, it, this list, it means a lot to me. Um, and so I'm excited to see what Tyler thinks and to hear his list and see if he can convince me to move any of my guys because running backs to me in fantasy, huge, obviously, but um, that's kind of my style is a running back fleet. Um, 
So yeah, you know, before I get started on my top list, I am recanting my Derrick Henry at the number one spot that I had said before. Um, You're growing. (laughs) (laughs) Growing. You know, I I, I guess in, in my head, like when I was there, it was like, this is not PPR. This is not PPR. This is not PPR. However, you know, the receiving aspects of some running backs still matter it for matters. sure. It matters, it matters a lot. Um, but you know, again, so we're going to, we made this list. These are not PPR guys. Uh, at least we're, we're looking at this list as a standard ranking, correct? Is that what you did? I did half, half point. PPR, okay. 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 Which is mo- which is what most leagues generally are. If you go set up a league on a website or an app, it'll be defaulted to half point PPR, which is gotcha. half of a point per reception. The um, ESPN ranking numbers that I'll mention were PPR, um, but my list was standard, no PPR. But, you know, we'll see how different they are and if that was a factor. Um, but, Tyler, before I get going on my list, you want to go ahead and give me yours. Top 10. Top 10. Number one, Christian McCaffrey. Number two, Nick Chubb. Number three, Austin Eckler. Number four, Saquon Barkley. Number five, Derrick Henry. Number six, Bijan Robinson. Number seven, Tony Pollard. Number eight, Josh Jacobs. Number nine, Ramondre Stevenson. And number ten, Najee Harris. Yeah, it's it's we have a different list. I had a very different list from ESPN. I was kind of shocked to see how different my lists were. I've got some strong opinions on some of these running backs. Um, but go ahead and give me, is there anybody on that list that you're, I mean, it, it seems like it's pretty close to the top ten. Uh, that ESPN had. I think my list is going to be a little bit more controversial. But uh, Nick Chubb is somebody that you have at two. ESPN had them at nine in PPR. Um, we've talked about how much we love Nick Chubb before on the show. Uh, but any other notes that you want to add to the Nick Chubb train? Yeah, I think that the uh, PPR format influenced ESPN a little bit. Uh, historically, Nick Chubb does not catch passes. but we He's have, going to this he, year. Yeah, he is. And I don't know why more people aren't paying attention to that fact. We um, are. <laughs> we are. We're, we're doing it for you. Um, Kareem Hunt left. Yes, Nick Chubb has formidable backups, but he is going to be on the field as much as possible. Uh, he's going to catch some passes from Watson, and you're just going to add that to his historic greatness. And I, I really think this is a breakout. And, you know, with my list, I am – you know, projecting health. And if McCaffrey goes down like he has the past couple of years, minus last year, Chubb could very easily be RB1 next year if he's healthy for um, 15 games. You know, what you need to keep in mind with running backs is that they do miss games. It is rare for a running back to play 16, 17 games in a season. Correct. So we're doing the best that we can projecting health, but we're also expecting each guy to miss one, maybe two, up to three games. Right. So you had Ramonde, Ramondre Stevenson at nine. Does the fact that Zeke just signed with the Patriots change that at all? So it, it actually did change it for me. Uh, it is well documented that I'm very high on Ramondre. Uh, I actually moved him down to nine after Elliott signed there. Oh, okay. So he, okay. he, w- he would have been right there, probably right above Bijan at six. But he does get a little bit of a drop all the way down to nine for me. Um I could easily see the Patriots pulling Ramondre at the goal line. It turning into more of a timeshare. I still believe that Ramondre will get the majority of the work. But I did have to adjust my expectations a little bit with the Elliott signing. Yeah, I get that. I totally get that. Um I mean I know he's I know he's a talented running back. Again, my my 
you have helped me uh, co- convince me a little bit with his offensive coordinator um, that it's going to be a better Patriots offense than we saw last year, which is going to be better for Ramondre Stevenson getting closer to the end zone. Um, yeah, I still have him further down after the Zeke trade, but we'll get to that. I'll go ahead and drop my uh, top 10 list here. Christian McCaffrey at number one. Should have always been number one. I got excited about Derrick Henry, but it's okay. I'm, I'm with C-Mac. I'm on the C-Mac. Is, he's, he's who he is. Um, but I do have Derrick Henry at number two. I do. Um, I, I think the playoff situation is a factor. He's got an absolute cakewalk in the playoffs. Um, when I look at like my next my, my my two through five, it was very close for me. Um, and he has the absolute easiest cakewalk of a schedule in week 15, 16, 17. Um, he's also a closer. They have a really easy schedule. Um, they're going to be playing a lot of teams where they're going to be winning, I assume. Uh, and then, you know, Derrick Henry's going to run that fourth quarter. Um, it's, it's kind of the opposite. Like with receivers, you're like, oh, well, if they're going to be killing people. They're not catching passes in the fourth quarter. They're feeding Derrick Henry to yep. close out games. Um, and so, yeah, I, since they have such an easy schedule, I do think that, that boosts Derrick Henry up my boards to number two. Um, Nick Chubb at number three for the exact same reasons we've already talked about. He's phenomenal. He's going to be receiving this year. He's got a pretty good little playoff run, too. Um, Austin Eckler is at number four. There's nothing nothing against Austin Eckler. He's a 10 out of 10 running back. Complete dual threat. Um, there's a lot of mouths to feed in, in L.A., um, but like he's my number four running back because he's phenomenal. It's not, it's not like I'm like, Oh, he's dropping on yeah, my list. You it's know? not a snub. That's not a snub. No. Um, number five, I have Tony Pollard. Uh, he's a guy that I think has RB one potential. Um, again, we've talked about in previous episodes. If you took Zeke's production and you just added it to Tony Pollard, he'd be one of the best running backs we've ever seen. Even ever. half of it. Even half of it. Yeah. And, uh, so we'll, we'll see what Dallas does, uh, with, with, uh, Tony Pollard having the full workload, but uh, I like him. He, he, like I said, he's a dual, dual threat kind of guy. He can catch and run just as well as he can run up the middle. And he's phenomenal at both. He's just going to get more carries this year, more touches. Number six, I have Josh Jacobs. Number seven, Jonathan Taylor. I think that situation is going to be fine. I think he plays for the Colts and he looks good like he always has. Every day I get a little more nervous about it, but that, that's what I believe is going to happen. I hope you're right. Yeah. Um, and number eight, Najee Harris. Number nine, Saquon Barkley. Number 10, Joe Mixon. Uh, Saquon Barkley was ranked number three on ESPN. He was ranked number four on your list. Um, My doubts have to do with more about um, the Giants offense. You know, I I do think that they made massive strides last year. Uh, I, you know, as I'm making my list, I'm just like, do I like this person better than Saquon? Yes, I do. Do I like this person better than Saquon? Yes, I do. And I just kind of got him pushed down to nine. Um, I think the Giants made a huge stride. I think Brian Dabble is a great coach, and he proved that uh, he's kind of an offensive mastermind. Um, so I, I think if, if I'm wrong about anybody on my list, it's probably Saquon Barkley. Uh, the injury history, I, I'm more confident in some of these other offenses. You know, I have Josh Jacobs at number seven. I'm not really confident in that in that offense. So like, I, I think those two might be ones that I'm second-guessing a little bit, maybe flop them with Josh Jacobs and Saquon Barkley. But uh, I, I do like Jake, Josh Jacobs' playoff run. I do like Josh Jacobs being, like, the premier guy. And Saquon is, too, in New York. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. As I was making my list, that's just kind of kind of how I felt about each one of those guys. Like, it, And this is all assuming Jonathan Taylor's situation works out. This podcast is sponsored by Brothers and Cards. 
We are a sports cards company committed to glorifying God and loving others through the sports cards hobby. Whether you're trying to rip packs, join breaks, or add to your collection, we got you covered. Go follow us on Instagram at Brothers and Cards and check out our subscription box at brothersandcards.com. All right, so we have given you our top 10. Those are the guys that you are looking to take in the first couple rounds of your drafts. Uh, These next uh, 11 through 20, these are the guys you're going to want to take in the middle rounds who could um, possibly win you league. Uh, They may even slide into the third and fourth round, so pay attention. Coming in at number 11 for me is Jonathan Taylor, kind of like you mentioned. I just want to see that pan out before I I adjust my rankings. This is as it sits right now. The, the relationship is not good right. with Ursay and Taylor. So once he signs, which we think he will, I'll adjust my rankings. But he's number 11 for me. Number 12, rounding out the RB1s, is Travis Etienne. Number 13, Joe Mixon. Number 14, Aaron Jones. Number 15, Jameer Gibbs. Number 16, Alexander Madison. Number 17, Kenneth Walker. Number 18, Miles Sanders. And number 19, Brees Hall. And then... Coming in at number 20 is J.K. Dobbins. Yeah, again, our, our lists are very different. Um, I snubbed some folks, for sure, on my on my whole top 30 list. Um, and you've already brought up one of them that I said, you know, I didn't even put in my top 30. Again, when it comes to running backs, I want surefire things. I want to really believe in them before I draft them in their situation. And uh, that wildly affects my rankings. Um, uh, I'm going to go ahead and give you mine, and, and we'll talk about a few of them. Uh, we can kind of talk about both of our, our lists together and why we have them higher than, than each other or whatever. Um, number 11, I have Dalvin Cook with the newly signed Jets. I actually made this list on Sunday with the anticipation that he would go to the Jets. So I'm happy I'm right about that. I didn't have to adjust. Um, but yeah, I, I you know he's got Aaron Rodgers. He's RB1 in my opinion. I know we'll talk about that here in a minute. Um, number 11 was Dalvin Cook. Number 12 was Khalil Herbert. 13, DeAndre Swift. 14, Bijan Robinson, 15, Kenneth Walker, 16, Alexander Madison, 17, Ramondish Stevenson, 18, Aaron Jones, 19, Travis Etienne, 20, David Montgomery. Um, again, this is like based on the – this is like the order that I plan on drafting them in. Johnny, my eyes are wide yeah, open. Yeah, let's talk wide about open. What, what blows your mind the most. Dalvin Cook. At eleven, yeah, at 11. man. Listen, he, he, like I said, in my opinion, he's RB one. I think uh, uh, Brees Hall is still on the mend, and this, especially earlier in the season, this is going to lighten his load even more, um, and, and give Dalvin Cook more opportunities, more touches. Aaron Rodgers gets his team to the end zone, man. I mean, always has, and uh, he's got good weapons over there. You know, we've seen Aaron Jones have good seasons. You know here and there because Aaron Rodgers just gets him in the end zone so many times. Uh, Dalvin Cook shined because Kirk got them to the red zone all the time. Um, You know, I I think he's an opportunity guy. He's going to score a lot of touchdowns. Thank you, Aaron Rodgers. Thank you, Jets offensive line. Um, I think he's in a great spot. And I know we wanted him to go to Miami, but the more and more I've been looking into the Jets situation, I think it's a good fit. I, I think he's going to be the workhorse early. I really do. They're, they're going to get Hall in, you know, to get his legs ready. Um, but I, I truly believe that by week six, this is going to be a total timeshare, and that's just going to slide both of those guys down for me. Towards the, you know, middle, later half of the season, I really believe it'll be Brees going out there with the first team and Dalvin being a change of back 
change of pace back Interesting. Or, or it just being a total 50-50 split, which is not good for either guy. Yeah, see, I guess I kind of see that situation as like a – almost like a Jonathan Taylor, Naheem Hines situation where Brees Hall is going to be much more effective out of passing situations. Uh, so you'll see him in that regards. Um, again, my rankings were non-PPR. So so that dropped him down quite a bit for me. Um, and uh, I, I, I just, like I said, Dalvin Cook actually, like believe it or not, the Vikings actually like split time quite a bit at running back. Alexander Madison had a lot of run last year while Dalvin Cook was healthy. Um, but Dalvin Cook still, I mean, he produced. He produced very well. And uh, I expect to see the same. Uh, Khalil Herbert, I thought I had him high at 12, but I also saw on the preseason game, he looked phenomenal. Yeah. That little screen dump off, took it to the house. I believe in what the Bears have done this offseason. I think Khalil Herbert is very underrated in uh, most leagues. He was ranked 34th on ESPN's league. Um, I have him at 12. That's that's a big jump. I, I mean, I, I, I was shocked when I was like going through like their list and comparing mine. I was like, where's Khalil Herbert? They have him at 34, which is like behind. I mean, you're, you're putting him behind RB2s. And a lot of places for a team that's going to be run first. Come on. So, yeah, you know, I like Khalil Herbert. And then at 13, I have DeAndre Swift, who was ranked 28 on ESPN's list. Did not make mine. Yeah, not in your top 30 nope. at all? Nope. Yeah. I, I have some guys that didn't make my top 30 that were on your list as well. We'll get into them. Um, I'm just – I'm a huge believer in the Eagles' offense – and Jalen Hurts in their run-first attitude, and he's RB1 uh, in that run-first team. He's very talented. He's back home in Philly. I'm hoping that brings new motivation. Uh, I think people are sleeping on DeAndre Swift, for sure. Yeah, I just it's just too crowded for me. You know, they've got five running backs, all of which I think could see playing time this year. Pair that with the fact that Hurts takes a lot of the goal line runs, and I just I don't want any part of the Eagles' backfield. Yeah, I guess to me, like, you know, how many touchdowns? I think Hurts had, like, 13 touchdowns last year. Um, I think the other teams are going to be, you know, putting more of a premium on stopping him, which is going to help uh, those zone reads at the goal line, which is a good thing for running backs. Um, I think they're going to find the red zone a lot. I, I think DeAndre Swift has all kinds of potential this year, which is why I have him so high. My 14th running back was Bijan Robinson, ranked fourth on ESPN's list. He was ranked, I think, in your top five. Yeah, and I think he was six. Yeah, and I, don't get me wrong. I, I think I, I could definitely be wrong about B. John Robinson. Um, having a rookie come and take the league by storm uh, enough to put him in the, the top five running backs for me, I, I guess I'm just, like, not betting on that. Um, and uh, I do not like the Falcons' offense. You made a good point earlier when we were talking about this, that Tyler Algier ran for 1,000 yards last year, and that is a fact. Um, I think Arthur Smith is a great candidate. We've talked about how – good of a spot this is for Bijan Robinson I guess as I look at his rookie year um, he's gonna have to prove it to me first before I put him in any preseason rankings like this that high but you know I, I I'm totally ready to admit that I could be super wrong about Bijan Robinson I would just prefer locks like I believe I have um, and picks one through 13 ahead of Bijan Robinson uh, number 15 I had Kenneth Walker he was 17 on his band pretty close for you uh, 16, I have Alexander Madison, big believer in the, the purple machine out there. We both had him at 16. Yeah, nice. Um, Ramonde Stevenson, after the Zeke trade, I, I did bump him down a few spots um, to 17. Uh, he's at 10 on ESPN. I know you had him at, I think, 9. Yep. Um, I mean, he's a great running back, and, and my biggest knocks have been on the Patriots offense, which we've talked about how they fixed that. 
So, again, could be wrong there. I, I think it's a deep running back year this year. Um, we're, I feel like we're still in, like, tier two. I'm at, I'm, at, I'm at spot 17 here, and there's kind of, like, your top tier running backs, and there's, like, your second tier. Um, I feel like those two tiers are deep. And I feel like as I move forward here, we're kind of in that third tier of running backs. Um, at 18, I had Aaron Jones. 19, I had Travis Etienne. And 20, I had David Montgomery. Montgomery's ranked 26th um, on – ESPN leagues. Uh, again, we again. If you've heard the show before, you know that Jamal Williams had led the league in touchdowns last year, in the same role that David Montgomery is going to have in Detroit. David Montgomery is better than Jamal Williams, in my opinion. I think he's in line for a lot of goal line opportunities, and I think that's why I don't have Jameer Gibbs on my list at all. Um, I think he's talented, but again, he's a rookie. He has to prove it to me first. Uh, and we haven't seen that. I'm reluctant to take rookie running backs. Um, but I think that the, the plan is David Montgomery is going to own the red zone and it's going to, you know, greatly decrease touchdown opportunities for Jameer Gibbs, unless he takes to the house from like 50 out, which I'm sure he'll do a couple times. Um, but yeah, I don't have Jameer Gibbs in my top 30 and I have David Montgomery at 20. All right, enough about my crazy 11 through 20. <laughs> Tyler was rolling his eyes and, and just looking at me. Jaw dropped over here when I gave my list there. That's okay. That's, that's okay. That's what you guys need to hear. You need to hear our <laughs> opinions about both. And Sometimes it'll be hot takes, but hey, that's what we're here for. All right, I want to hear your 21 through 30. We're in later rounds now. These are you know decisions we're making that completely change um, your league, your success, uh, let's hear your deep your deep round running backs. Yeah, these are the guys that if they hit, they're going to win you your league. So coming in at number 21 is Cam Akers, 22, Isaiah Pacheco, 23, James Conner, 24, Dalvin Cook, 25, David Montgomery, 26, Javante Williams, 27, Rashad White, 28, James Cook, 29, Khalil Herbert, and number 30, Alvin Kamara. My list here, I mean, we talked about some of those guys. You have Dalvin Cook at 24 yeah. and uh, Montgomery at 25, I think. Um, Rashad White didn't make my top 30, but I, he was the guy that I was like, where do I put him, where do I put him? Um, so he would be like an honorable mention, I guess. If it wasn't for the Alvin Kamara suspension, he'd probably be uh, somewhere in there. Um, I think it's interesting that neither of us have Brian Robinson in our top 30. Yeah. Um, Damian Pierce, not in our top 30. We knew that coming into it. We've talked about him in the past. Yeah. Uh, avoid Damian Pierce very much. Um, but yeah, other than that, we're, we're pretty close on, on, on some of these guys, at least in who we included where. So I'll go ahead and give my list. Um, at 21, I had Isaiah Pacheco, 22, James Cook, 23, James Conner, 24, J.K. Dobbins, 25, Javante Williams, 26, Cam Akers. 27, Miles Sanders, 28, Alvin Kamara, 29, Rashad White. I did have Rashad White. I'm just talking for no reason. Uh, and Good 30, pick, Johnny. Good pick. <laughs> and 30, Jamal Williams. Um, anybody on my list that you you think, what are you doing, or how are they that low, that high? No, I don't. Pretty I, close. I don't think so, yeah. yeah. We both had Connor in there and Pacheco, yeah. so. Yeah, you know, again, something I think about a lot is how often are these quarterbacks getting these running backs into the red zone? Isaiah Pacheco, even if they have three running backs going, they're finishing almost every drive in the end zone. So uh, yeah, he looked really good in that late run for the Chiefs last year. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And again, that's kind of like when I think about Jameer Gibbs and 
and Bijan Robinson. Bijan Robinson is going to be the focus of the offense. So it's a little bit of a different situation. I can see Jameer Gibbs having a bigger effect late in the year than he does right at the beginning. But I'm not trying to wait for that to happen like like they did with Pacheco. So one name that we both did have was Javante, and yeah. I will say it reminds me a lot of J.K. Dobbins from last year. You know, kind of coming back quickly. Could he be sluggish? Yes, but you know, by week four, if he's ready to go, this is a dude that could literally win the league for you. Yeah, and I think Russell Wilson and and Sean Payton are going to have that Broncos offense looking a whole lot better than they did last year. We've always wanted Sean Payton running backs, and if this dude is truly healthy like they're saying, this guy could win you the league. For sure. ESPN has him at 29. Um, I think that's his floor. You know, we talked a lot about floors and ceilings. To think that uh, – um, a Russell Wilson, Sean Payton running back would finish outside of the top 30 is a little bit crazy to it's me. It's got to be just health. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, a healthy year from Javante Williams this year is going to be successful in the fantasy world, I believe. And then when you look at a guy like Rashad White in Tampa Bay, I mean, he, he made our list simply because he's going to get so much run. He's the guy. He's the guy. If he can turn into a guy that can run between the tackles, he'll be somebody that I would rise on. But, again, we haven't seen it. This comes down to pass catching and opportunities for me. And you got a quarterback battle. They're always looking for scapegoats like running backs and tight ends, a lot of dump-offs, a lot of screens. Um, yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm a believer in Rashad White's situation, uh, whether or not I become a believer in Rashad White, he's going to have to prove that to me. But I think there's a lot of potential there as well. Fact, fun, 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 fun fact, fun fact, fun, fun fact, fun facts, fun facts. All right, so the, for the fun fact portion of the show, I wanted to put Johnny on the spot. Um, so... I'm going to ask a question. I'm going to answer my question to give you time to think about it, and then um, you can share your thoughts with me. If you could only eat at one fast food restaurant for the rest of your life, wh- what would it be and why? And I'm going to tell you my answer is so easy. It's Subway. Uh, they have all the, all the choices that you could want. You know, you got soup, salad, all the meats you could ask for, different kinds of breads, and it's somewhat moderately healthy. So I'm interested to hear what you think what you would eat for the rest of your life as far as a fast food restaurant goes. Uh, again, Subway is the premier for me. It's my 101 if we're talking fantasy. So shot out of a cannon, Johnny, fast food or kind of like faster food for the rest of your life. What would it be and why? Ugh, um, so I can order something different like every day. Yeah. It has to be at yeah, the yeah, same yeah, restaurant. Yeah, yeah. I like Arby's. Arby's. I like Arby's. There's, there's like four or five different menu items that – I get when I go there. So I feel like Arby's is well-rounded enough where I could switch it up. You know, you got your beef and cheddars. You got your gyros. Uh, they have good chicken strips. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think I could – I think it'd be expensive. Arby's is like crazy expensive now. but <laughs> So is Subway, dude. That's true. That's true. That's true. But, you know, lifetime pass to a fast food restaurant, I'd probably pick Arby's. It's a hot take. <laughs> <laughs> guys thank you so much for listening uh let us know your running backs who, who do you think we're crazy about let us know about your fast food yeah let us know about your fast food <laughs> join our facebook group week 15 podcast we'd love to hear your thoughts on some of what we post in there um we always post the episodes in there too so that that might be an easy way for you to find them we appreciate you guys listening tell your friends not in your league though tell your friends outside of your league if they're in your league let them be in the dark we want you to have the advantage in the playoffs appreciate you guys god bless
Peace.